studio with Dr. Angel Falzoni. How are you tonight, Dr. Angel? I'm doing well, Mama Mac. Yeah, busy week. We both had it with our jobs, but hey, it's so fun to come in here to the studio and do a show, isn't it? I always look forward to Thursdays. Oh, and last week's show, we had a lot of questions that have been coming in, and we only got a chance to answer 10 of them last week. So soon we'll have another one of those kind of shows, maybe in a month or so. Tonight is not a question and answer night. This is going to be something different, isn't it? Yeah. It's (laughs) going to be a difficult subject to discuss. Yeah. Sometimes life hurts is the topic tonight, audience. And uh, that has a lot to do with things that happen in our lives that are traumatic events, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) You know, sometimes we experience things that we weren't (laughs) expecting to experience. Sometimes just life happens and it hurts and we don't know how to go forward and sometimes right. we it impacts us and it changes us and sometimes for the negative and it can for the good and it hurts and we don't always know how to deal with that i think a lot of people don't know how to deal with traumatic things that happen and we're going to define what that really means trauma because a lot of people think it means a serious accident which it can or a death close to you which it can but a lot of times it's not even anything that what we call huge you know what i'm saying true and tr- the term trauma is such a broad spectrum it is term. yes and it can encompass so many things and so i think you're right when people hear that word they're thinking these horrific things and yes those are traumatic but there are a lot of things that do look less horrific right. that can be equally as traumatic for someone in their life and that's why we've titled this sometimes life hurts um, instead of sometimes life is traumatic instead of that word. Absolutely, because it hurts. And, yeah. you know, it, we don't expect it. Right. And we sometimes don't know how to deal with it. And sometimes we don't even know how to help people in our life who are going through those things. Right. And I like what you just said. Sometimes we don't expect it. I think that's one of the components that makes life difficult sometimes for a lot of people because they're going along at a certain pace. Things are going good. Everything's okay. And suddenly something happens that shatters the dream or really upsets them emotionally or physically or whatever, mentally. Absolutely. And it just stops you dead in the tracks. And then right. what? where do I go? What do I do? How am I going to deal with this? A lot of times these things are threatening in a way to our safety that have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe to our peace of mind for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and just just kind of interrupt our course of living, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. 
That's exactly what, you know, it does. It absolutely interrupts our course of living, our plan, where we're going, our little pace that we're striding right. on in life. And and they can happen to us at any point in our life. They can happen at multiple points in our life. Um, I don't think anybody will get out of the human experience without experiencing some of these traumas. <laughs> absolutely. And when somebody says, oh, I've never, oh, I've never had any problems. Every, my life is perfect. Nothing ever happens to me. That just can't be true. I mean, and that, we'll be discussing that. Okay. Because, yes, we all experience hurts in life. We do. Absolutely. Um, and so sometimes we feel overwhelmed. Would that be a characteristic of what we're talking about here? That that feeling of just like, oh, it's all caving in on me. And it can be a very traumatic thing when we feel like we're losing control. Absolutely. That loss of control is definitely one of the elements that helps define something as traumatic. Okay. Um, All right. Because what's happened is something we typically don't have control over. We weren't expecting it. Um, It's a result of an extraordinary stressful event that shatters our sense of security. Ooh. Leaving us to feel helpless, vulnerable in this world. Wow. And when we feel helpless, we are real, really on edge a lot of times and feel like, wow, what's going to happen next? It, it, it almost like, you know, waiting for the next shoe to drop, you know, after something traumatic has happened. Well, and it does. It kind of takes away that safety that we had that belief. We had the safety blanket under us and then we realized we really didn't. Right. And, and, you know, doctor, and I know you work with uh, in this your, your practice. I know you deal with a lot of children. And I think that this is one of the most difficult things for a lot of people to accept is that so many children have been very much traumatized in their in their early years by one event or, or another. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think it doesn't have to be just adults is what I'm trying to say. No, children. Then sometimes they're even more vulnerable to trauma because yes. they don't have the developmental skills to to help themselves get through it or avoid things or they're just easy in their prey sometimes. Right. Yeah. And which can cause nightmares, can cause anxiety attacks, panic attacks in kids, uh, a lot of crying, a lot of upset emotions. It can disrupt the way they learn. Their okay. concentration, their focus, their emotional regulation, they can all of a sudden have tantrums, become extremely aggressive or angry. It can affect people in a myriad of ways. Wow. Okay, we want to hear from you tonight during the show. If you would like to participate, we realize this is a difficult subject, and you can text. That might be the easiest way for some of you to communicate with us during the show, 727-888-4171. I'll give that to you again in just a moment. Uh, If you want to call in and ask a question or comment on this topic during our show tonight, you may do that, 727-441-3000, and uh, Chris, our engineer, will answer the phone, and then he'll let us know that you're there ready to ask something or comment. So the text number, if you want to do that, one more time, 727-888. 8884171 everyone is welcome to jump on board in this discussion we're having tonight tonight's subject if you just joined us sometimes life hurts and uh, we're here with as always every week my co-host Dr. Angel Falzoni PhD licensed mental health counselor I like to 
talk about your credentials at Dr. Angel almost every week because we get new listeners we're finding constantly. We're now on Starcom Media, which is around different across the United States, different parts of the globe. And uh, we want people to understand that the advice you're giving is a professional advice a lot of times. And, of course, it comes from your own experience also, but... Absolutely. Professional. Professional, personal experience and a lot of schooling. (laughs) And a lot of schooling to get that PhD. All right. So we're talking about life hurting us. And um, there are so many times that when an event happens, one of the things that triggers the trauma, in my opinion, is that it's unexpected. I think you mentioned that a minute ago. I want to go back to that because so often we are we like life to be predictable don't we we want it to always look the same every day well in our human condition we we want that sense of security that's what helps us not feel anxious when we can have an environment that's semi-predictable and expected and routine that makes us feel safe it makes us feel secure right traumatic events disrupt that safety and security rate they take the rug out of it and so that's a big part of what the person is feeling that that insecurity um what about if somebody just uh realizes i I wasn't ready for this to happen and being unprepared you know a death in the family let's say or um something like that something stressful very stressful that wasn't prepared that don't you think that causes a lot of stress it definitely can cause very heightened stress and you know even if there's sometimes a death that we know may be happening someone who's very ill or has a very um, bad disease and we know they're going to die but we're still not really prepared for it to happen right it can still be very traumatic so it doesn't necessarily have to have that surprise element but it usually does and the surprise element, uh, for instance, somebody killed in a traffic accident, not ill, everything's fine, whatever, you know, that's got to carry a whole lot of trauma with that, don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, when we talk about trauma, I don't want our listeners to kind of get into um, a box of what trauma is. Okay. Usually when we say that word, people are thinking the worst. They're okay. thinking victims of crime, natural disasters, Katrina victims. There are people who've experienced, you know, sexual assaults and all these, these are traumatic events. Oh, absolutely they are. But what, um, it is not the objective factors that determine if something is a traumatic Explain event. Explain an objective factor so for our audience. It's not the situation necessarily how bad that situation looks from the outside that says this is a traumatic event. So, okay. um, you know, some people can experience horrific events and it not be as traumatic for them okay. as other people. Isn't that an interesting fact, though? That yes. some people take two two separate people and have the same event happen, and they may not experience the same emotions or trauma or anything, correct? Yes, because the experience of trauma is very personal. Okay. And with that, I'm going to use the term, it's subjective emotional experience okay. of the event. So it's how I perceive that event as if it's going to be traumatic. Okay. And how you perceive it or how any individual does is based on some of it is from their past, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a lot of factors. It's from our past. It's from the resources we have available. It's from the emotional tools we have in our life. It's from the supports that we're bringing in. And so the more of those we have, the different it's going to affect us. Right. And later on in life, sometimes, let's say you're 30 years out from a traumatic event, sometimes some something can trigger that memory, correct? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, that can talk to us about that because I've seen that with people so many times when they start to talk about something that happened when they were five or ten or whatever. Go ahead. Oh, and, and some of the strongest triggers to memory are like um, smells and sounds can be the strongest. Smells triggers. and sounds. That's interesting. Um, it can be places. It can just be a voice. It could be okay. a type of person that they come across. It depends on what that trauma was, but it can be the most unusual triggers that you would never imagine, and it can just all of a sudden trigger them to where they bring back some of that same emotion they have felt during the initial traumatic experience. Wow. So it doesn't necessarily leave just because it's 30 years ago. No, time is not necessarily what heals trauma. (laughs) Okay. There are some things, and we are going to talk about those things either tonight or next week about ways to recover from some of this because that's the whole goal right the whole goal is to especially on this show is provide wisdom and ideas to help people overcome the different hurdles they're having in their lives that's that means hitting a home run that's go yard that's go yard we (laughs) want them to overcome because when we can overcome we're building our resilience and our strength and we're empowering ourselves and others right on this journey and that's what this is all about right so i really want people to Get out of the box of what trauma is, and I want them to really understand that it is a personal experience. So you okay. can't compare trauma from one person to another. I, Even yeah, if we're I like talking about siblings. That's true. Right. You know, kids who grew up in the same house and they had, let's say, a father who was very verbally abusive, and it could have really impact one child, and one child it may not impact the same way. And it right. doesn't mean that we need to discount the one that it did, and it doesn't mean we need to ignore the one it didn't. Right. Um, So it's very personal. And I don't want people to compare trauma from person to person. And what do you mean by that? Oh, I hear this a lot in the counseling room. Well, my experience wasn't as bad as my neighbors who might have been brutally burglarized and beaten with a knife. I didn't go through that. So it's not that big of a deal. Oh, okay. Your worst pain is the worst pain you know. All right. And it doesn't matter at what level that is, the worst is the worst, and that's what you have tools for. Okay. So don't discount your trauma by comparing it to others. So in other words, um, you, you basically own it. That I mean, that term, I understand that term, but maybe you want to explain that to our audience, that it's not something you run away from, because if you do run away from it, a lot of times that means you really have never really dealt with it at all, correct? Absolutely. Trauma is the one thing you really can never run away from because you're taking it everywhere you go. It's like that baggage that you just carry around, right? It's definitely on the baggage, you know, where it's kind of like that proverbial suitcase with that we're dragging Mm -hmm. with us. Trauma is that. Right. Absolutely. You can go to a new town, a new life, a new identity, a new job. It is there because it is in you. That's exactly right. So the emotions that, let's say you felt at age eight when this trauma, whatever it was, happened, or age 18 or 38 or whatever it is, those emotions uh, have to be at some point acknowledged, don't you think, doctor? Absolutely. And that's part of the process of healing trauma. And it's a process. Uh, It's like peeling an onion. I know we've talked about the peeling the onion, but but I think that helps understand people understand this. And Go it, ahead. It's in layers. And so yes. there's the first layer of even acknowledging the trauma. And then there's the layer of the feelings and the helplessness. And then there's always a grief to a trauma. Right. Because there's some loss at some level. And so it's going through each layer and right. processing it. Wow. Wow. 
And so we said a minute ago, there are times in our lives something happens, something is said, we watch something on TV, uh, a, a, a dream happens or a nightmare, and we suddenly are right back into that where we were and the pain of it. Of the trauma, and we can very much be in there. And right. so, what I we're, we've talked about this example before on other shows, but what we're wanting um, our listeners to get to is that the trauma happened. We can't take it away. We can't right. make it go away. Exactly. So it's kind of like looking at a surgery scar and saying, "I recognize that happened, but the pain I isn't like that. still there." It's a good example. It's a good way to remember it, right? And that's where we want to get to. And what happens with so many people is that. They see the scar and they're peeling back off another scab and re-bleeding right. over and over and over. And we'll never heal if we're pulling the scab and letting it continue to bleed. But there are some people who really like to go back over the drama of the trauma, Dr. Angel. There are people who like to go <laughs> that was crazy, back over the drama true. of the trauma. And I've we will be getting it. to that when we talk about some trauma responses. Okay. But All you're right. correct. There are. Okay. So some people have felt powerless when they've hap- this has happened, and some people have felt unprepared. You mm-hmm. talked about those. Um, and it's unexpected. A lot of trauma is unexpected. But there's a powerlessness, isn't there, involved yes. in a trauma? Absolutely. At some level, something happened that you had no control over or little control over or not enough control. Um, And it can be something as somebody being intentionally cruel or betrayal. That can be traumatic. Right. Um, You know, that's a a relationship that you thought was something more than it was and you had laid more trust than you should have and you still got hurt. How about the person who uh, is in a relationship and they've been there for a while and they really talk about their deepest hurts and deepest feelings and then that comes back later on, a, a year, a month, whatever, later from the person in a fight or whatever, and it's they're slapped in the face with it. Wow, that's to me, it's just really re-injuring the same hurt. You know, you I, know? I, I agree with you. Oh. I kind of look at that. It's like taking the knife of the trauma and sticking it right back right in the person. Right back in it. And I've known people through the years, I'm sure you have too, that are good at doing that, actually. I mean, good at putting the knife right mm-hmm. back in. They're, mm. Yeah, and it's very painful and very difficult. Yes. Um, you know, so trauma can be a single incident. It can be a one-time thing that happened. Okay. It can be um, horrible accidents. It can be natural disasters. It can be violent attacks, uh, medical diagnoses, relationship breakups or betrayals. Um, it's just there's not this one definition of trauma, and I think that's what I'm trying to, to really reach at. Okay. Because it's just a very big umbrella term. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there's some things that people commonly overlook when they think of the word trauma. Okay. So some of them might be a sports injury. I mean, if you think about um, athletes, college, professional, and they're playing a sport, and then they get their knee blown out, and they can never play the sport. That's a grief and a loss and a trauma that they weren't expecting it. Yeah. But a lot of times we don't want to call that that a trauma. And and we expect them just to bounce right out of it, but it is the loss of the dream, the loss of where they thought they were going, mm-hmm. etc. Something right. they had little or no control over, right? And it, and it took something suddenly from them, right? So that's one. A surgeries can be traumatic, especially things you weren't expecting. Sometimes you can be left not as able as you were before you went into the surgery. Right. Uh, the recovery is harder than you ex- expected. 
So a lot of times when people go into surgery, we're looking at their physical health and, oh, they physically came through, but do we really look at how the emotionally is impacting them? Right. You know, and I can tell you, this is personal. When I went through my hysterectomy, that was the most emotionally difficult time for me because that was extremely traumatic. I was losing my ability to have any more children. It wasn't my decision, and it was a very challenging time. Physically, my body handled it well. Emotionally, I couldn't yeah. walk through a baby aisle for a year of a store without really? crying. And it took me some time to heal. Yeah. So when people don't think about that emotional part to those things. Exactly. And we're just glad you have three wonderful, healthy sons. I do, right? and I'm very blessed. But that's a good ex- that's a good example because there are people that possibly don't have any children, and then they grieve that. And we want people to learn to grieve those traumas, right? You need to grieve them. And you know, you know, my personal example, people were very harsh because, like, well, you already have three kids; you don't really need any more. But you don't. But it was still my personal loss. And right. so it was very hard when you have three children right. to, for anybody to really understand that around me. So it was very few who saw that hurt to where it really was. Yeah. And can you give us any insight on how you dealt with that? That was a lot of processing. Okay. All right. And by processing, you mean? Working through my layers of my onion. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go again. So feeling the feelings, correct? Feeling the feelings, and, acknowledging and them. Acknowledging them and not just burying them. And I think that is huge when it comes to learning how to deal with hurt and Grieving and the loss of the dream of right. many more kids. And so it's, it's a process. And it took a little while. It took a few years to really totally process that for me okay and i like your example with the sports injuries because that happens to a lot of athletes even high school kids and they had the dream that they were going to go on someday and they're blown out in high school and right we don't think about how this impacts them emotionally so much the swimmer the olympic swimmer recently you know who severed her spinal cord amy I can't remember her last name right this minute, but I mean, she appears to be handling things pretty well, but that is a big process, and it's not just an overnight, is it? No, and that's definitely a process. Yeah. Okay. Um, so many people think, uh, when we think trauma, like you've said, they, that it does not necessarily involve relationships, but it there you can be very hurt by relationships, can't you? Oh. I think this is an important aspect of this you know some of the deepest traumas i've worked with people have been relationship related okay um divorces that were unexpected uh parents who walked away from their children um friendships that were really tight and now just fell apart and it can be on so many levels uh you know children who've walked away from their parents i mean all of it there are so many relational yeah traumas right what would you say to any of those people tonight it's sometimes life hurts and it it does it hurt it does wow we've got a lot more to talk about here and we want to hear from you during the show if you would like to comment 727-888-4171 is our texting number and uh also we're going to go to break here but if you want to call in with a question or comment you can do that 727-441-3000 be right back when the going gets tough Yeah, we look in the mirror Yeah, we wanna give up Sometimes we don't even Want to try Sometimes we cry 
Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's List and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. I'm gonna stand there and watch me burn. Well, that's all right because I like the way it hurts. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. Well, that's all right because I love the way it Can't tell you what it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. Woo! Wow, great, <laughs> great songs, Chris. Yeah, okay. Wow. Hurt does feel. You feel hurt. You do. It's not just facts that have happened to you. And we talked about that a little bit in the first part of the show. Welcome back to Go Yard with Mama Mac and Dr. Angel. And here we are. And welcome all the Starcom media listeners scattered everywhere around. We are so glad that you're listening. And we want to hear from you. If you'd like to contact us, our text number during the show or anytime is 727 727- 888-4171 and our email is goyard2014 at gmail.com our website has all the shows we've done since September uh, September the middle of September was our first show and we put all, them all on our website at the end of each month and that website is goyard2014.org check it out and listen to some of these old shows because we've covered a wide variety of topics and we started with domestic violence didn't we back in september it was hot in the news right then we went to boundary setting we've done a lot on oh gratitude we've done so many wonderful topics you know the topics are listed there on our website so you can pick out a show and listen to it and um so we tonight are talking dr angel about life's hurts and that we all have hurts in our lives that we've experienced or we are even currently right now going through and if any of you want some advice you can call in during the show 727-441-3000 or text us 727-888-4171 dr angel we talked about the difference between objective and subjective trauma results of trauma 
Yes. Uh, do you want to go over that one last time real quick before we move on here? Well, when we talk about the objective factor, that's kind of the outside. That's kind of the event. So we decide, is this event traumatic for somebody? And that's not how it works. A traumatic event is decided by a person's experience of that event. Okay. So that's subjective. Subjective right. means it's my experience. Okay. So when somebody says, well, you just had a fender bender on your car but it could have been very traumatic you realize your insurance is go- isn't going to cover it or you realize you're late to work and you missed that meeting and and whatever and it causes trauma All that the- other people might say that doesn't seem like big a deal but to that individual it might have been a bigger deal and and so that's what we're wanting to take trauma is on a personal case-by-case situation there is no umbrella to that this is traumatic for everybody or this is not traumatic for anybody there there isn't it's not an are you saying we shouldn't be judging each other doctor we absolutely should not be judging (laughs) someone but you know that's pretty common it's very common and that's what keeps people and down and hurt with these traumas and from getting help and talking about it because they're feeling the judgment right and they feel like, oh, this wasn't that big a deal. You've heard it in counseling. I've I have, too, it. through the years. And people say, I know I should have been over this, but somehow I just can't seem to get over it. And that's when you need to explore what really is going on, right? Right, because they haven't processed it. And trauma, right. we talked about, time is not what's going to heal trauma. It's processing. Right. So we can let 30 years go by. If we did not process it, we are no more healed than we were when we experienced it. So it's it. time to start processing, audience. Yes. What does that mean, Dr. Angel? To process. Processing it is going to be, we're going to really get into the detail of it, but it's going through, it's working through the the grief, the loss, the hurts, the emotions, the pains, whatever is associated, and taking it layer by layer. Um, I can remember years ago, I had a client who had been through some pretty horrific traumatic events to anybody's objective as standards and really just believed is she could say i experienced this trauma everything would be okay and what she didn't realize is that was the beginning but that was the tip (laughs) of a very long iceberg wow yes that's a huge point and it's a lot of times just um, announcing it or declaring it or acknowledging it is not the process by any means it's just the acknowledging that's the process the first step to the we right. can't work on what we don't acknowledge right. so that's a, it's a step it's an important step but it wasn't the only step and, and it was a very it was a process a very successful one though so well somebody comes to you doctor and they've had this hurt or let's say a breakup that they did not expect let's say i just throw that out and you don't go through a checklist okay you're supposed to think this way now think this way now think this way do you not at all absolutely not not at all it does not work and the process can be a little forward a little back there's it's kind of this circular spiral that's kind of moving forward and it's and if you drew it out the process that's good i like that it's what it kind of looks like yeah i don't know if you ever had that old toy uh spirograph when you were I did, a kid yeah it kind of looks like yeah. one of those i was thinking forward. that yeah so sometimes you feel like you're making progress and other times but if if you if you enter this situation let's say you're you're acknowledging okay every time somebody brings up this person i feel this anger well up let's say okay and they say oh isn't so and so so nice and because i've had a bad experience with that person and it's been a very hurtful experience when they say that they're so nice i feel this I'm just giving you an example of trying no, to come up with something. Example. All of a sudden, this stirs right up on the inside of me, and I want to go, no, you don't know what they did to me, but I can't say it because it would divulge confidential things, and I might cry. What Good. if 
Okay? You're right, and it, and it will could open that Pandora's box exactly. of the that you've been right. stuffing and trying to. Keep I've in seen control. this in counseling with people, doctor, and when you ask about, let's say, their mother. And how was your relationship with your mother? And tell me about this. And sometimes it can get kind of crazy, right? Yes. It can be like taking that lid off this. <laughs> Whew. Pandora's box is a great way of describing it. Right. And, and just because we acknowledge a trauma, and I want to really make this clear, it doesn't mean we have to tell the whole world what that trauma oh, is no. either. Acknowledging no. it may just be to yourself, to a counselor, right. to a friend or a spouse, or just in a very intimate way. It doesn't have to be this oh, well, I experienced blah, blah, blah. I'm acknowledging it to the world. Right. We it, No, we really shouldn't be doing that. So, right. Yeah. Okay. You know, another one other thing I kind of wanted to hit before the break, we're talking about some overlooked traumas and humiliation. Our deeply disappointing experiences can be traumatic. Right. And sometimes we don't, we don't think about that in, you know, as trauma. Right. Humiliation, absolutely. Embarrassment as a kid, um, you're on the baseball team and you're the one that strikes out and loses the game, um, or you're the one that um, trips, falls down uh, on the dance floor at the prom, or, you know, something like that. You know, people carry those things. Absolutely, they do. And so those are some traumas that we may have experienced and just chalked it off is not a big deal but somewhere in there if we haven't processed it it's still impacting the humiliation is there absolutely uh so you're saying that a lot of people react differently to the same event oh absolutely i have had siblings in the same home same biological parents undergo the same external stimulus event have completely different reactions and there wasn't a wrong one right and that's what i want our listeners to hear there isn't this wrong reaction to an experience it's right your reaction to an experience okay um so we have the right all of us to feel what we feel and think what we think about the event and a therapist doesn't really try to to minimize the pain of that right exactly so there's no right or wrong way to think feel or respond to trauma people react in a very wide range of ways Um, So your response is what it really boils down to, how you react or respond in a trauma is your responses are normal responses to an abnormal event. Yes. Yes. So they may not be normal responses to your normal events, but we're taking an abnormal event. Right. And we're responding and that it normalizes it for that experience. Okay. All right. So there's a lot of emotional responses that we can talk about that happen as a result of trauma in our lives. You want to talk about some of those? A lot of these will happen right when the trigger trauma happens. Whatever that the event, trigger trauma, the, the trigger trauma, whatever that event was <laughs> that triggers the trauma. Okay. That shock, that initial shock. All right. And, and then it's a physiological response where your brain even starts shutting down, and it's like taking pictures of those moments and like making these internal slideshows yes. in your head. Yes. That will it will play back later for you um it is unbelievable what your brain will capture in those it, it, trauma may take three seconds and it can totally capture so much right in those three seconds and there's a lot of stuff going on in your brain mm-hmm. with the amygdala and all the little neurons and transmitters and what they're actually doing so there's a lot of science behind what happens in trauma which is why um we have a lot of anxieties and the fears are heightened your startle response is heightened right um you get a lot of really 
your skin can go flush, your blood circulation may not be as well, your heart rate may be off. I mean, it really can <laughs> I think affect. our audience can relate to all this. I know that a lot of people, they do re- respond do. like this. I mean, I was driving to work, oh my gosh, almost a year ago, and I was in this tiny, tiny little fender bender. And I'm going to tell you, I got out of the car. I mean, there wasn't even a dent on my Jeep. But I was shaking. Like, my body yes. was just shaking. It was just shake. My hands right. were shaking. And it was just that shock response that was right. a natural physiological response because I wasn't expecting someone to rear into me. Right. That's, and yes, and wow, that's huge. It so, is huge. So we have to accept ourselves when we've had reactions like this and not be embarrassed that our body did react. No, because right? some of these are just physiological responses to right. this trigger. Right. And the thing I want our audience to hear is when we first have a, a trauma is that the longer we let our, our body stays in those um, extreme physiological responses, the more it has the ability to give us longer lasting struggles. Whoa. Yeah. So that's where like acute stress disorder may come in or post-traumatic stress disorder may come because it's our body staying too heightened for too long. We have okay. this fight or flight response in right. our body. So yes. when we are faced with this unknown event like traumas are, our body's going to do one thing. It's either going to fight or it's going to run. And so when it triggers our fight and flight too long, it's sending too many of those chemicals through our brain, and it's actually rewiring some of that of our brain. So we'll have to learn how to to relax it and undo some of that. So what would you advise to to us, all of us listening here, that when we experience something traumatic that – I mean, how do we calm ourselves down, I guess, is the – well, it's a hard sooner, thing to answer, isn't it? Not really. The sooner we can get help, okay, the the better we are. Right. First of all, sometimes traumas happen and nobody knows, and we keep it quiet and we keep it simple. And sometimes they're not as arousing to our bodies. But the the quicker we can start getting help or acknowledging it and start our process, right, the less it will impact us that way. Right. So when we, you know, as therapists, when we, you know, they have a first responders, I'm on the first respond trauma team for the state of Florida. And so because the quicker we can get in, the more we can we can start, you know, decompressing and, and going through and processing speaking, that early. Speaking uh, quiet words, mm-hmm. speaking, you're going to be okay. Breathing, relaxation, yes. mindfulness. Right. Um, anything to kind of ground your body. Um, if you're having a hard time grounding, sit, sit in a chair, put your feet on the floor and just... Take deep breaths and, and feel your feet on the floor. Feel your bottom in the chair. Feel your hands and just feel your body touching and right. that's grounding and just taking relaxing So especially breaths. for somebody who's afraid they're having a heart attack or something like that, a major event, after they've called 911, try to get calm if at all possible is what you're saying yeah we want to try and calm ourselves and ground ourselves and you know that's a medical you know yeah thing. that we is definitely yeah. need medical no, intervention no, but no um that's important because the longer we let our body stay in fight and flight the more it's rewiring some of us and it's just going to give us another hurdle right to work through not okay. that we can't work through it we can we can okay anger anger okay Irritability, mood swings totally common with traumas um you're just not sure your emotions are all over the place right you know it's kind of this high up and down it's just they're everywhere wow and it just that's just difficult for a lot of people to even cope with at the time it's happening let alone know what to do about it true because we're (laughs) because our brains aren't functioning at the way they need to we can't process things the way we normally process yeah so our emotions are going to be a little more out of control um we may experience guilt right 
we may experience shame. And I find shame is such a common emotion for people yes. in trauma. Yes. That they let their guard down or they were weak or they see themselves self-blaming. If I just didn't go that way or if I just made a different decision, this would have never happened. Right. Wow. And they get stuck in that. Yeah. And, and so, so they beat themselves up the rest of their lives because had they not been driving the car when that happened or whatever. Absolutely. And, and the people who experience the high levels of guilt and shame and blame right. are the ones who tend to, to hide the trauma and bury it and pretend like it never happened and act like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. Denial? denial? Do they go into denial? Absolutely. How big denial. of an issue is denial when you're talking about trauma? A lot of people live in denial for a long, long time with trauma because it's, especially I find with males, it's very challenging for them to be able to admit, I experienced this traumatic event because they see themselves as less than or weak or this. Or they should have finding um, right been able to prevent it, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And so know? they stuff it and then it kind right. of, it grows inside and it poisons them from the inside out. Right. Causes a lot of anxiety. And anything can trigger that memory. I just, you know, that's huge. Um, Nightmares uh, coming back, events like we talked about earlier in the show, anything can trigger things when you have not gone through the process and been working towards healing that event, right? Well, and even when you're going through the process, (laughs) you're going to have triggers. That's exactly right. Uh, Triggers happen. You know, feelings of confusion and difficulty concentrating, totally common. Right. Because our brains are kind of going through a different mode and we're, we don't have the full access that we're used to. Um, anxiety and fears. Yeah. It, it, we talked about it. Ripped our security from us. Sure. We're going to feel anxious and we're going to feel scared and right. fearful. Right. Normal to feel that way. Some people want to withdraw from others. They kind of go in their shell. I call them my hermit crabs. Yeah. And they withdraw. Right. And that trauma, which we're going to talk about because that's absolutely the worst thing we can do. Okay. Um, that may feel numb they may feel disconnected and numb Mm -hmm. that's a very common trauma feeling and um edginess and agitated right and that embarrassment humiliation we Mm -hmm. talked about all this goes together and no matter what the trauma or hurt is there can be any or all of these things happening when you've gone through something physically are, are there physical reactions to hurtful traumatic situations absolutely and we talked about some of them with that yeah we have response but insomnia nightmares very common okay um being really startled easily um if somebody goes to touch you, you'll see people like jump out of your seat. oh i have seen that so many times or they don't want to be hugged or they don't want to be approached don't touch me you know type thing absolutely and that's that physical symptom mm-hmm. that they have a trauma that's un- not resolved a uh, racing heartbeats fatigue feeling overly tired all the time can be um, a physical symptom tension in our muscles okay so it's that anxiety and that anxiousness and it's making our muscles tense so that's where the relaxation and the grounding is very important to help us calm our bodies down. You know, as we're talking about this topic today, doctor, and I realize nobody's called in and that's okay. This is a very intense topic and I don't know what somebody might say if they did call in because <laughs> a lot of these issues that we're talking about today are buried so deeply in most people. And 
there really is that element of shame that you talked about, that element of humiliation a lot of times, or fear. If if people knew what I went through or that I was raped as a child, or if my husband found out that this awful thing happened to me with my last boyfriend, or or whatever, we could just come up with all kinds of, of uh, examples. Th- th- that whole thing of just burying it, Mm-hmm. In the sand, putting your head in the sand and feeling like if you bury it, it'll just eventually go away. I mean, I think that it would be important for you to make a strong statement about that whole condition that so many people live in daily, all the time. We run into people like this. Oh, absolutely. And like we talked about in the beginning is that trauma, you cannot run away from it is with you everywhere you go all the time right so it's not just gonna you're gonna wake up the next morning and it's you never think about it again because humans are wired so that whether or not we are consciously remembering the event or thinking about the event very much things do happen in our lives that cause us to remember Absolutely. You know, and it made me think of a, a Maya Angela quote that I so dearly love. And actually, I carry it in my oh, wallet everywhere I go. Yeah. But, you know, we may not be able to control all the events that happen to us, but I can decide not to be reduced by them. Oh, I love that. Bong. Let's do that one more time. That's a bell ringer. You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced or defined by them. That's excellent. And so... For some of our audience that are going, what does that mean? Explain that in their terms. <laughs> well, we can decide how we're going to let this trauma right, right into our today's life and forward. Right. Um, we don't have to be, I don't have to be my defined by my trauma. Whatever I experience is my trauma. It, if it was, like you used earlier, a sexual assault, I am not the sexual assault. I am who I am, who experienced right. that and processed that, and I have. I'm defined by all my other qualities of who I am. Exactly. I choose. And and with that in mind, we did a show. We did two shows, I think, on forgiveness a few mm-hmm. weeks back. And maybe at the beginning of the year, I think they were in January or December. I would encourage you, listening audience, to go back and listen to those on our GoYard2014.org website because that is a real remedy for a lot of things. Not that it's just a one moment i forgive you no it's a process and it's much more involved in that but it's learning to let that thing go right and we're going to talk about that more absolutely and it's not just learning to let that thing go but it's part of the process of working through trauma forgiveness is in in the process it's in the process you know and grieving is a big part of the process it's very normal to grieve following a trauma because it's about loss and it may be temporary loss it may be permanent loss Whatever the loss is, with a trauma, we have loss. There's loss. Grieving is healthy, actually. Very healthy. But I think a lot of people, when you think grieving, they want you to stop, quote unquote, crying or talking about whatever the event was or whatever. But there are stages of grieving. We're not talking about those tonight. But grieving is something that you do need to go through. Yes. And it is absolutely part of processing whatever this traumatic experience that we've had if we experienced it two days ago 10 years ago we still need to process if we haven't processed right okay so we're encouraging our audience to face things yes. now dr angel 
that's not easy for a lot of people that have gone through their lives constantly burying their head in the sand in denial and and that's how they've handled the pain of the past they just deny that it was there so i'm going to challenge you and ask you how's that working for you hmm Wow. Are you living the life you want to live? Are you living the quality of life you want to be living? Are you happy? Are you feeling content with yourself? Are you feeling connected to your relationships? Because if you're not, right, it's not working for you how you're doing it. And so maybe it's time to look at some different ways to look so you're encouraging people to take a look at the things that have hurt them and to not allow those things to define them any nope. longer. And that, you know what, so many people get wrapped up in making it their definition of who they oh, are. Oh, I know. Oh, gosh, yes. If they were abused as a child, I, I'm just an abused child. They may be a you know, 45-year-old woman in front of you, a professional lawyer, but they still define themselves as that abused child. Oh, I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it. Or I was married to an alcoholic, so that's how come I behave like this, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I've heard that through the years so many times. So we cannot define ourselves by our past trauma. We need to learn to overcome in these areas. And we're going to learn to overcome step by step. It's not one quick bang, there's the answer. No, there is not the easy pill, the easy button, you know how one of those uh, office supply stores, that was easy. This is not easy. Right. I'm not even sugarcoating This takes work? Work, dedication. Why would would someone in our, our audience want to do this work? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. It's important to be able to do the work because when we do the work, we can come out stronger, than right. we were before we were we were gonna we are gonna gain coping skills and tools and support and you know what life is gonna throw hurts at us I don't, all the time it does and it does. some are more hurtful and less hurtful but we always have them so if i can work through this and gain some coping skills i have more tools right for my next hurt wow and i'll be able to come out stronger and i'll be able to be encouraging to other people so you'll that, be able yes, to help somebody I, else i've been there and you know what i did it and you can too. And you just said your next hurt. And somebody in our audience may be thinking, I don't want any more hurt. You know, no, no, please. How do I get to a place where I'm never, ever hurt again? That is a crazy question, isn't it? Um, as long as you're breathing, <laughs> uh, hurt is hurt, part of hurt's life. Hurt going to be part of life. You know, and I, I know people have heard me say this on the air, that last year, 2014, was absolutely the most difficult year of my entire life right. personally. Right. And it was absolutely the best year of my life. And how, why would you say that, Dr. Angel? Because through every bit of those difficulties and facing and processing, I grew. I grew right. skills. I grew support. I grew all kinds of stuff to where I feel so much stronger today than I did even a year ago. And when you go through difficult times and you get to the other side, you realize you can do it. You know, Reba McIntyre's <laughs> got a song I love. I play in my office. I'm going to take that mountain. And that's my song. Oh, I'm going right. to take that mountain because I'm going to take I'm that mountain. Just take it. And that's that's it. That's it. We're going to have to play that next week, Chris. Let's don't forget that. I'm going to take that mountain. Reba McIntyre. Okay. And there's a reason why you want to take it because you don't want to stay in the same place forever all your life. Challenge is fun. Don't you think? We want to grow, and growing has pains. You know, we talk about growing pains. Right. It hurts to grow, but it hurts to hurt. It does. So, are you going <laughs> to hurt to be the same, or are you going to hurt to be better? <laughs> Think about it. Right. You're going to hurt. You're going to hurt. Which way are we going to work this hurt? Are we going to work it for the better, or are we going to just work it to always hurt? Right. So, when someone says to you that 
they have never experienced any problems in life. Everything's always perfect for them and everything. They're just covering up a lot of stuff that's under the rug, don't you think? Yeah, they're living in the biggest river of denial. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Wow. All right. We're going to have to get out of here in just a minute. Uh, Some final words, Dr. Angel, for our listening audience. And I think we'll probably go on with this topic next week because we have a lot more we didn't even begin to cover, right? We didn't. So I want everyone to just get out there and get the courage. We're going to... I think I hear a little read, but we're going to learn to take that mountain step by step. So, Woo! All right, play that a minute here before we get out of here. How much time we have, uh, Chris? Let's hear a little bit of that. Stumbling block, intimidating wall of rock. If you think this broken heart will break my wheel. I'm going to take that mountain. Ain't nothing going to slow me. All right, I love it. We're going to hear a little bit of Reba next week, too. Because, boy. Break through to the healing side, and that's to. what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So if this if this topic was interesting to you, and it should be, call 15 friends and have them to listen next week. And we are going to take that mountain and give you some real practical help help pointers next week. Dr. Angel, it's always a joy. Dr. Angel Falzoni right here in Clearwater, Florida. Good Woo. night. See ya. This has been Mama Mac and Dr. Angel. See you next week. Come and take me to the river and make me whole. It's down with the old and up with the new. The heart reset my life take two. Oh, Lord, have mercy.